Hey everybody, welcome back to Taskmaster is Wonderful. I'm Eric, and today I'm talking about Taskmaster Series 15, Episode 9, a show about pedantry. As always, our Taskmaster is Greg Davis, and his assistant is Alex Horn. This series contestants are Frankie Boyle, Ivo Graham, Jenny Eclair, Gail Smith-Bino, and Mae Martin. This episode's title comes from Frankie. So it has been a little while, uh, a few months since my uh, last episode, and we're right at the end of the year here. I had grand plans to finish out this series and New Zealand Season 4 and UK Series 16 before the end of the year, but that's just two days away. So... We're going to do this episode and Series 15, Episode 10, uh, to get uh, at least one full series done before New Year Treat. And then um, just a few days later, that it's New Year Treat time. Um, so be on the lookout for that. And then hopefully I can get back to uh, talking about uh, Taskmaster New Zealand Season 4. Anyway, here we go. We had the prize task, the sneakiest thing. Uh, my initial thought for this was a pair of sneakers. I wouldn't have got very many points, uh, but maybe some type of uh, like an adult magazine hidden inside of a book. That seemed to be a pretty big a common trope uh, when I was growing up, always uh, seeing that in uh, TV shows and movies and stuff. Um, so first we saw Jenny, who had a German shepherd mask. But behind the German Shepherd mask was a copy of her book, The Writing on the Wall. She snuck it in to be promoted. Uh, then Frankie had the book Orlando, the Marmalade Cat, which is not itself sneaky, but is a children's book that put his children to sleep very easily. But they caught on to it, so he had, uh, he had someone make a fake cover to fool them to think that he was reading Harry Potter and the Kung Fu Death Cults. Then, when they're least suspecting, he'd slip into the soothing rhythms of Orlando the Marmalade Cats and get them to go to sleep. I don't know how effective that would be because I think uh, hearing about the Kung Fu de Death Cult would uh, get me pretty hyped up. Ivo had a similar idea to my uh, magazine inside a book. He had an English dictionary that is hollow, uh, but inside that hollow chamber is Pearson's miniature dictionary, an even smaller dictionary, um, pretty pretty clever maybe not sneaky because is is it sneaky to hide a smaller thing inside of the thing um you're, you're you're still getting the thing that you're expecting so i don't i don't think that gets you very much uh surprise or sneakiness or stealth may brought in a knock knock joke that's the answer was snuck into greg's pocket and that answer was May. But then another part was snuck into Kyle's pocket. Pinhead, which is May's nickname established earlier in the series. And then another part was snuck into Ivo's pocket. Martin. May, Pinhead, Martin. Not, not a great joke, but pretty sneaky. Um, and May also had Alex's wife send them a pair of his socks. And they were wearing those socks. 
Um, and then we had Kyle who brought a pen, but it's a spy pen that recorded Greg signing an autograph for a student named Taikna Enzigit. Enzigit. Get. Taikna Enzigit. And as it turns out, it is also an anagram for sneakiest thing. It was a triple sneak that won both my admiration and Greg's. My scores uh, were five points to Kyle, four points to May and Jenny, and three points to Ivo and Frankie. But Greg deferred slightly with five points to Kyle, four points to May, Frankie, and Jenny, and two points to Ivo. That that is pretty fair. I was just bad. Oh, okay, let's get on to film task number one. This was a team task. Uh, there's a bunch of objects and paint out in front of the house. The paint is near one spot, and the objects are on a a, a couple of plinths uh, next to another spot. Uh, so for th- the team of three, you had Kyle and Jenny at uh, the spot with all the paint. And May was at the spot with the objects. Then over on the team of two, Frankie was with the paints and Ivo was with the objects. So the task was make the things the same color as those things. There's a potato, an aubergine, and a mango. Uh, One set of them are the color they are usually. And the other set of them were completely white. You must stay on your spots at all times. You may perform 10 bottle stamps and two bottle squeezes. The best color matches wins. You have 10 minutes. There are two very different approaches here. Uh, Frankie frisbees the palette over to Ivo, and so he's able to fill up the palette uh, with the paint like directly, whereas May asks for them to aim the paint to spray all the way over. Somehow, both teams have enough paint to get the job done. But then there's another difference in strategy may does a fantastic job of match matching the actual colors of the original things but the team of two has the bright idea of making the objects painting both of the objects both versions of the objects so that they're just the same color as each other and not color matching those original ones because that's a much more difficult thing they both pull it off really well but there is a little bit of a problem because at one point Ivo falls off of the spots when he is stamping on some of the paint. But on the other team, Jenny may have also squeezed the paints more than twice. So it's determined both of those infractions will be overlooked. Both of them did an excellent job. So both teams get five points which is the exact same results as if both teams had been disqualified and they all got zero points. So overall, this task doesn't matter. On to task number two. In the lab, there is a small curtain with two envelopes and craft supplies. Um, They're asked to put three single-digit numbers into the slots and then open the second task. The task is deliver a one-minute lecture about the year you selected. Your lecture must start in 15 minutes from now. Most informative lecture wins. You may not leave the lab. And a historian, Dan Jones, 
verifies the facts uh, to somewhat objectively score this task. Frankie gets the year 1417. Ivo gets the year 1125. Jenny gets the year 1642. Kyle gets the year 1500. And May gets the year 1123. Frankie lists uh, a bunch of things that we didn't know about back then. And the list is largely correct in a way. So, I mean, saying things that weren't there are technically facts, I guess. Um, Ivo, uh, the notes I wrote, uh, a couple of these things, I don't remember what they mean. But vague history, a threat of France, a uh, family tree, and a spinning board. I, I don't know what spinning board... I don't, what, why did I write that? I don't remember what that is. Um, Jenny, she took about 60 seconds just to write 1642. She was uh, kind of just pretending that she was speaking to a class and like kind of waiting for their response kind of thing. Uh, that doesn't work for a 60 second uh, lecture without an actual audience. After five minutes and 30 seconds, she wraps up her lecture. Alex says that he tried to stop her, but it was not possible. Stopping her when was not possible, but her underwear facts were determined to be plausible. Kyle, uh, he asked such things as when were witches, uh, and that it was a good year for farmers. Water was used, and there were dogs and people. The historian said that the water fact was unarguable, um, which I guess meant it count, counted as one fact. And then uh, May presented about monotheism uh, and some type of numerology for 1123 equaling God or something. I I don't remember. I wrote, that's all I wrote for the notes for May's presentation. And I don't remember what that any of that actually meant. So Ivo had the most facts, got five points. Frankie got four points. May scored three points, and both Kyle and Jenny got two points. Um, Jenny did have more facts, but she was kind of penalized for going way over time. Next up, a location task at the paper mill inside with a big giant tank thing behind them. Um, and then on the table is a large piece of paper. The task is make exactly 99 holes in this piece of paper. Your holes must have a diameter of at least three millimeters and form a recognizable picture or pattern. If you have more or fewer than 99 holes, you are disqualified. Also, if you look at or speak to Alex at any point, you are disqualified. Fastest wins. So a task like this. It ends with fastest time wins, but there are two very easy to mess up conditions that will get you disqualified that have nothing to do with how fast you're going. I think the best strategy in this kind of task is always to just take your time. Even if you're very slow, if you're being careful not to be disqualified, chances are you're going to get like four or five points because everybody else is going to mess up, get disqualified. So that's kind of what we ended up with here. This is exactly what we ended up with here. Immediately after starting, May looks under the table, but then looks at Alex 
and then speaks to Alex, realizing that they have already been disqualified, and then apologizes to their parents. Kyle says in the studio, what if there's worse mistakes? I think he assumed that he must have been disqualified because he took a really long time to realize that the, the task was talking about a different piece of paper than the one which he was reading the task off of. Um, but he did not get disqualified. He uses a fork to make his holes. Um, and then after he finishes, he finds the hole punch that was sitting like on the tank and all the equipment behind him. Uh, he takes 11 minutes and 47 seconds, but he does not get disqualified. Jenny talks to Alex immediately, but then keeps doing the task anyway and also makes 109 holes. So she's kind of double disqualified there. Uh, Frankie, he is much quicker than Kyle, and he has no problem at all ignoring Alex. Um, he also finds scissors, and he makes a son. Um, Alex tries to throw him off by saying a whole bunch of random numbers, but um, I think Frankie just totally blanked him out. And then we see Ivo, who does find the hole punch and finishes in five minutes and nine seconds. But it is revealed that he responded directly to Alex um, when Alex asked him something. So May, Jenny, and Ivo are disqualified. Kyle, with the fairly long time of 11 minutes and 47 seconds, gets four points. And Frankie gets the full five. Prime example of this. If you have multiple fail conditions, just take your time and you're going to do great. Next up is the live task. Each contestant is in front of a stall with a curtain and some buckets. And the task is read by Alex's favorite one, Kyle. Combine two of your things to equal the height of the thing said by Greg. You may not use any of your things twice. Worst guess each round is eliminated. So uh, they have to choose the things that are on paddles in the bucket. They're not seeing the actual things, so they have to kind of imagine how big those are. And then they trade in their paddles for those objects, or not not the actual objects, but cutouts of the objects at actual size. And um, yeah, and that's determined from there. And the, the clever catch here is that there are exactly the number of items that will be used for all of the rounds and the last round you're just stuck with wh whatever you haven't been haven't used yet so that's a, a pretty interesting way to go about it that there's like kind of nothing you can do at that point to change the trajectory of your uh your success so in each of these rounds, I tried to guess uh, the actual height of these things. Uh, but round one was Reese Witherspoon. And I remembered somehow that she is five foot one. Jenny was eliminated. She was 49 centimeters off. Round two was the inside of the Taskmaster's leg. Uh, I guessed that might be around 100 centimeters. I don't know if we got the actual answer to that um but frankie was the furthest off with the boar and cone combination round three was the alpaca i think those are around two and a half meters um kyle and may both were off by the same amount a cone plus a meerkat so they had a tie break they had to guess the height of a cone plus a meerkat 
Um, I guessed 110 centimeters, and that combination is in fact 108 centimeters. Kyle guessed 90, and May guessed 84, and so May was eliminated in round three. Round four was Yoda, or round four Yoda was. Um, they only have one item remaining, so they are stuck with their guess. Um, so Ivo was 11 centimeters off with a chicken, and Kyle was only 9 centimeters off with the hopper, like the space hopper thing. Um, so Yoda, I, I thought Yoda is 40 centimeters, but apparently he's 66 centimeters tall. So Ivo gets four points and Kyle gets five. Then we have the final scores. It was kind of a bad episode for the two who have mostly been in the lead. Jenny only had 12 points. May only had 15. And then Ivo had 16 points. And then way up ahead were Frankie with 20 and Kyle, the winner of this episode. I think the third episode win in a row with 21 points. So there we go. We're headed into the final. I've already I've already seen it, so I know who wins. But go watch it and come back here soon for um my thoughts on the series finale and this 15th series champion. I'm super excited to talk about it. Um so let me know what you thought about this episode. Um what you're excited to see next, what what you're excited to see in in series 16. For now, we're going we're gonna to finish out 2023 with these Series 15 episodes. Um, so thanks for, so much for listening. Uh, be sure to follow on uh, Instagram and uh, Twitter and stuff. It's at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more episodes. And um, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. This has been Taskmaster is Wonderful. And I'll see you next time. Bye.